Hello and welcome back to Seniority for the last episode of the season. I'm your host, Holly King. In this episode, we're going to be kind of taking a look back at the last four episodes and kind of looking forward and just kind of cover what's up with this podcast at this point. So I had a couple of questions written into me and I'll kind of share a little bit about my process and then I'll kind of share what I think the future for this podcast is going to be. So looking back at the last couple of episodes, I kind of had a couple of questions. So the first one was from Billy and he asked, what was your favorite podcast to record? And I think for me, my favorite podcast to record was the episode two with the Preddies. I enjoyed hearing about the experience that Mr. Preddy had at the school as the principal and kind of the different ways that he transformed that role and really made a difference there, which really did resonate with me just being in a school system. And I also enjoyed hearing about their life in the Congo and kind of having some more insight to what life was like down there with still being in an urban area, but still very much being in a third world country and seeing the different impacts that are there from the stories about the military presence to just the constant un, the, uh, instability of, am I going to stay? Do I have to be evacuated? Kind of what's my next day is going to be hold? And they never really had that much security in that. So it was really cool to hear about that. And I mean, it was also kind of, as far as from the conversation side, I think it also helped that there were two people I was interviewing because it kind of gave two different stories and allowing them to complement and build up each other's. So that was really cool to be able to listen to. And then listener Sally asked, what were the lessons I learned from each episode? So on the first episode, that was a huge learning curve for me. I learned that I should never record outside just for the ease of editing. When I want to move stuff around, you don't really notice it, but nature has a very distinct and unique sound and from moment to moment. And so when you're trying to move clips around in post, it's a whole lot harder to do so than if you record in a quiet indoor environment, even if it does provide some nice ambient noise. And then I also learned that I did not have my questions anywhere close to where they need to be. So after that first episode, I had my second episode coming on pretty fast. So I had to quickly rework all those questions, kind of get them better ordered and organized in such a way that I was able to really follow the life story and then glean the wisdom that I wanted to. And so that was kind of cool. And then really the best thing for me with the first episode was just being able to get the first one out of the way and get the nerves out of the way. Because I think sometimes the projects, it's hardest to just start. And sometimes if you can just get to the point where you can start a project and you can start the first one, then it can just get take away all those nerves and at least get it under your belt so now you're more comfortable moving forward. And that was really the key for me with the first one was I had to know what it entailed because sometimes I think the unknown is a whole lot more scary. And so once I knew what it was going to look like, then I was able to actually have joy and more confidence going into the next couple. And then after that, I think I learned kind of a little bit more about just kind of the editing side and how I need to set my audio levels to really maximize it for the listener. And then I kind of also had to deal with 
trying to interview on the second episode trying to interview three people or two people but I only had two mics so I ended up doing there was I kept one of the mics but then I put the other mic down on the table and set the levels loud enough for you to be able to hopefully pick out their voices and then that was really helpful because they were able to just both talk into that one without having to worry about it listener Matt wrote in and asked what was the hardest part of recording each episode For me, the hardest part of recording each episode was the initial ask and scheduling. The recording part and the actual conversation and the editing part were fine for me, but actually going up to these people that I didn't really know that well or knew a little bit and ask for me to be able to sit down and record their life story, it was a big ask and I knew it was something that's very personal, so I had to do it in a way that was tactful and still respectful and so... That was the scariest thing for me and the thing that I dreaded the most. But then I didn't have anyone to say no, which isn't that surprising, but to me kind of was. And just after I got through that first hump, then I was able to move on. Furthermore, Anne asked, what was kind of my overall process with recording each episode? So for each episode, I took it through a couple-step process, and I kind of had to track each episode because I had multiple going at a time. And so the first step was that I scheduled each interview and put them on a specific day. And then from there, I was able to plan, and so I'd go over my questions one more time, make sure I really knew them. And then if there were any specific questions I wanted to ask for the individual person, then I wanted to make sure that I got a chance to include those in. From there, I recorded with the person, so I actually went over to their house, sat down, got microphones out and the recording equipment, and just had the conversation with them. And then after that, it goes to editing, so I take the file on Ferrite, which was my editing app, and I would kind of go through and just listen through a couple times and make sure does everything go in order, does it make sense, kind of make sure that the overall process makes or that the overall final product was the best that it could be and then in that there was also some of making sure I could hear the people making sure that the audio wasn't super loud at some points and so super quiet at other points and kind of just the overall making sure it sounds good and then from there I would try to get it uploaded to publish and then that was kind of the last step Joseph wrote in and asked, what was the favorite part of the whole recording process for you throughout this project? So I think I really enjoyed the actual final editing and upload process the most, just because at this point it wasn't dependent on anyone else, it was just me. And kind of the whole reason I started this project was I like podcasts and I like listening to conversations between people like in that format. And so really the editing process is doing that while doing something else just to be able to hear it as a listener hears it and then having the ability to go through and make edits as necessary. And so that was kind of the most to why I originally like podcasting and why I wanted to try this out. So from there I was kind of going to lay out my overall audio setup because that's interesting to some people. So for this project, I decided to go for a more mobile setup as opposed to a more stationary. And so kind of our podcast industry standard for a PC or for a Mac would be Logic. 
or doing the Adobe version of that. But then I kind of wanted to do a little bit more mobile and less expensive, frankly. And so I decided to go for an iOS setup. And so I recorded on an iPad using an app called Ferrite. And so that has like a free version, but I ended up buying the paid version, which allowed me to do, I wasn't going to be able to do all the free versions. So the paid version was what allowed me to do it. And it's a professional podcasting uh, app. It has all the uh, features that you'd want, and it was really good for this whole project. The key thing, because when I was looking around for different audio recording apps, what I really wanted to have was a monitor. And so kind of like musicians, when they are singing, they want to hear what they're singing in their own ears with how the speaker's picking it up. And so what Ferrite allowed me to do was to attach headphones and hear it live as I was recording. And so that kind of helped me make sure in real time that it worked and kind of gave me a better idea of what the final product was going to be like. And then from there, I got two lav microphones from Rode. And so that was the microphones that I used throughout this, with the exception of the first trailer, uh, which was just my iPhone microphone. And so these allowed me, they weren't great, but it allowed me to keep it small enough to not be intimidating for the older people I was interviewing and still allow it to be mobile and convenient. And so it was kind of just the best mic for this particular project, even though I probably wouldn't have picked it as a microphone for a traditional podcasting uh, project. And then I got a pair of one audio headphones, which were just some good over-the-ear headphones that would allow me to use that monitor. And then I got a Rode adapter, which allowed me to plug the two microphones and the headphones into the iPad to be able to record the two inputs and the one output. So that was kind of my overall physical setup. And then it was super mobile, being an iPad and a couple of attached things by wires. And so that was really good when I was going into all these different environments, not really having a formal studio that I was recording in every time. And so I was able to actually sit down and have it be more mobile and less intimidating for these people who are, frankly, not very aware of what I was actually doing. And so then after I get the audio file out of Ferrite, having edited it and it's ready to go up, kind of my overall process was that I kind of did auto-leveling when I exported it to make sure that the volumes would all be about the same level. And then I used Anchor to host my podcast just because it seemed like the straightforward, easiest, free option. And so Anchor is an app and a website that allows you to host your podcast for free and it automatically distributes it to all the podcast platforms. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, Stitcher, um, Google all of the pod, uh, platforms they just automatically send them out to. And so that was really helpful. That is just one less thing for me to have to worry about is how I'm going to actually get it out there. And so I take the file and upload it to Google Drive. And then I go onto an actual computer and put the file up onto Anchor from Google Drive. And then I go and go into the description and I write out the show notes. So I kind of have done show notes where it's a summary of what we talk about in the episode. And then there's also a list of just different links that are related to what we talked about. So if anyone's interested in finding out more, it's there. And so the key with doing it on an actual computer was that I could add in those links. 
And then from there, I could schedule it to post on Fridays because I kind of chose Fridays as my publishing date. And so I just schedule it to go up on Fridays whenever I'm ready during that week, and it's good to go. And so that was kind of my overall process with this whole project within the last couple of episodes. And kind of my goal from the beginning was to just get a better insight into this industry that I've kind of grown to be a part of as a listener and to get a perspective from the other side as a producer and see what it takes. And so it's kind of all motivated by the idea that it is likely that voice is going to be the next big revolution. And I kind of wanted to have those skills leaving high school that would be able to go out and start my podcast and be aware of this voice realm as it becomes more and more prevalent and like smart home technologies, be it Alexa or Google Home or Apple HomePod or any of these smart home devices and being able to understand, okay, if this is the medium and if these are skills I've learned, I can take it and make it podcast being very decentralized or I can take it and maybe use those skills to make something like an Alexa skill, which is going to be really important moving forward. And so I think as far as that goal goes, I did accomplish that and I did have that understanding and I did enjoy the overall idea of starting a podcast and even some of the execution, but I think this is going to be the end of at least this season of seniority. So my original podcast for senior year was only supposed to be five episodes, and after this one I've accomplished that. So then kind of looking ahead, it got to the point where this concept for a podcast wasn't really exciting to me. It didn't really bring me joy. And if it was going to be something that I was going to do for fun, I wanted it to be something a topic that I really did enjoy doing and didn't dread scheduling and planning out. And so kind of going forward, I think I'm still going to keep this channel, but I'm not going to keep on doing uh, interviews with older people and kind of getting their life story. If that's what you came for and that you don't want to stick around, that's perfectly fine, but I think I may keep this alive for some other things. And so I don't quite know what it's going to look like yet, but I have some, uh, kind of the niche just wasn't the right one for me. So what it may look like moving forward is it's, it could be a come up podcast on senior year and what the end of high school and looking ahead to college and some of that looks like from a person that's been through it at this point because when I was a sophomore junior I don't really have any resource telling me this is how it should be done and this is the timeline that you should be looking at and this is just how you get to the point where you want to be and so if I can find a way to structure out and find an audience for it then I may continue in that form and so then it'd be things like how to narrow down your college list how to apply for scholarships how to figure out which major is right for you um, when you should start taking the standardized tests some things like that so that's a lot more practical to a very niche audience and so if that doesn't really apply to you that's cool and the other option that I had, which I don't know what's going to come of, is it may just become somewhat of an audio journal, where if I have a thought that's just burning on my head and I want to express it, then this may be a place where I record a quick synopsis of what I'm thinking and then post it. And so that would be a very much a more 
single hosted idea where I could even see with the podcast on senior year being a couple more while it'd be mostly me I may bring in other special guests that have a specific expertise in a particular area to be able to really speak to that and I mean I guess the other option depending on how my senior year ends up shaping out is that this may just end up ending here and if it does I just want to say thank you for all those people that did listen along Um, it was an experiment and probably not the best in terms of podcasts as it was a very steep learning curve for me and so I don't know thanks for following along giving me feedback helping me understand what I need to work on for the next one Um, (laughs) just helping it not feel like I'm speaking to a void like I am right now sitting in a room all by myself recording this it was really cool just to see how this worked and what this entailed and so if you followed along this long I just want to say thank you for that and I hope it was worth your time and I hope you enjoyed it and I'll make sure I keep you guys in the loop about what comes next and until then I'd say if you want updates with where this is going then you can follow along on the seniority instagram account it will kind of just be whatever i'm thinking with regards to this um, project and if i end up rebooting it for a second season with a different idea then that would be the first place to find out about it until next time